0: Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Dr. Bradley Crotty, Chief Digital Engagement Officer with Froedtert and Medical College of Wisconsin. In part two, Dr. Crotty talks about the critical role social determinants of health play in providing quality care outside of the hospital walls, how they're collaborating with other organizations to create healthier communities and ease the process of sending referrals, and why he believes shared accountability is such a critical component in digital transformation. Kate, another
1: analogy that I'll often use is we have pharmaceuticals for changing biology. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have medical devices for changing physiology. We don't have a lot of tools that can get in and help behavior. And so I think that's a really core area for digital health to be an enabler is managing that. In the home behavior aspect. But the report from the County Health Rankings, clinical care, which is access to care and quality of care, accounts for about 20% of someone's health needs. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you actually start to get into the other 80% uh, of those determinants? And one is behavior. And I think digital, because of its nature of being in someone's pocket or able to reach into someone's home or able to be relevant and timely, can help with that. And then parenthetically, with something we can also talk about, is we have a a really important program around social determinants and digital prescribing for social determinants that we've been partnering with, and so that's another piece of being able to to meet people's needs. So we're really trying to move beyond where healthcare has traditionally been in the bricks and mortar. When you come to us, we're going to give you some guidance, and then we'll see you back in six months or a year into being something that's more interactive, longitudinal, and relevant.
0: Yeah. That's really interesting, so much of what you've said about mental health. I mean, I feel that that's an area that has seen more discussions in the past year, which is, you know, it took something horrible, but this is much more part of the discussion and how digital can play a hand in that. It's very encouraging.
1: We've seen a big uptick in our referrals to our mental health program. It essentially started in March. You can just see it, and we went up about 50% plus in terms of our referrals, and Another thing that the virtual care team did is they monitored our remote monitoring for COVID. So we've had I'd say around ten thousand people go through our remote monitoring program for COVID nineteen. So we had this very nice end to end digital experience. But whether you came in digital or not, if you tested positive, we reached out to you and offered a remote monitoring program and You could either pick up a pulse oximeter or later, once we got the supply chain really more figured out, we would just mail it to people once they had a positive test so that they had it in their house. And uh, our virtual care team did all of the monitoring for that. And and interestingly, what they also did is as they were interacting and engaging with people who were in the midst of their COVID episode, Mm -hmm. they would also be referring to our digital mental health program because of the anxiety that came with that uncertainty of having COVID and would I need to come into the hospital or is this going to be serious or what about spreading to additional family? And so that was kind of an interesting organic thing that happened between our virtual care team and basically an intra-virtual care team um, referral. But that was another source of our mental health engagement too.
0: Okay. And and you mentioned... Doing some work in terms of social determinants. Can you just talk a little bit more about that and what you're doing there?
1: We we've been very interested for a number of years in what we could do in the social determinant uh, space, mm-hmm. and um, we think about this in terms of like digital access, but like really, it's it's much more broad. And so we began early talks with a company based in Chicago called Nowpal, which does social determinant basically community-based organization prescribing. And so if there's a need for food, housing, domestic violence, et cetera, we could create a digital referral out. So a problem that we have is the need is here and the amount of social Mm. workers and and effort is here. And so how can we get people better connected to community-based organizations in a much more expedient way? And we really did not want to see this be just a... Freighter and Medical College of Wisconsin initiative. Our peers in the region also have a stake in this, and we kind of thought at the outset it would really be silly if we did this and then Advocate Aurora built their own and essentially built their own, Mm -hmm, and the federally qualified health centers um, built their own. And so, through kind of a lot of, we were able to work together and under Impact Two on One. They manage the now implementation and integration. We've invested in it, and I think our other health systems have uh, put forth efforts into into implementing um, this project. And so, what it's going to net at the end of the day is that we have a community resource for Milwaukee County, uh, Waukesha County, uh, Washington County. So at least three counties, and, and we may be able to expand more in the future. But at least three counties in the southeastern Wisconsin region where can have a shared database of community-based organizations, and we can el- we can send referrals electronically through the, through the EHR, and then we're also very interested in being able to extend that within our digital engagement platform and our app for people to basically be able to do self-service. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a vision of where we'd like to see, but for now, we do screening within our mobile app and our EHR, be able to summarize those in the EHR, and then be able to um, send out referrals. Through the, through the now-cow integration
0: uh, through the EHR. Okay. I think that what you talked about before with Freighter having their own, Aurora Health having their own, that was the tendency for a while. And it, seeing that change, I, I'm sure, is just going to make a, a really big impact because people go to different places to get their care. So that's, uh, that seems right. like it's really important
1: yeah absolutely i mean and i won't say the exact amount of time that it took but it took on the order of years to try to get the whole thing right yeah i don't know that it's it's entirely right but from our perspective it it was really worth having the community own this as opposed to the health system really owning owning this yeah we've invested you know time and money into into seeing its success
0: yeah it's interesting so, I noticed that uh, you had written some pieces last year and and one of them you were talking about advice for leaders, and you said to think of digital as your job and not someone else's and I think that that's I don't want to say groundbreaking, but it is something that I think hasn't really been the case, and just wanted to get a little more from you about how leaders can go about doing that:
1: yeah yeah we're trying to add in digital as a key. Competency and area of accountability for, for people because if it's just our team at Inception that's leading this or, or with other titles, it doesn't quite get internalized and it's not part of the working culture um, within the organization. So we're trying to provide empowerment to people. We meet regularly to coach and be in sync with our operations leaders. We have looked at creating educational opportunities and we kind of did this pre-pandemic where we had a whole sort of immersion day on digital and design thinking that we really encouraged all staff across the organization to be participating and right now you know when it comes to different measures of accountability whether it's um, online scheduling online check-in you know we're making these uh, available as targets that leaders can opt into so it's not just sitting on my accountability to get this done, but it's really a shared accountability for the digital transformation. And our CEO, Kathy Jacobson, is increasingly asking, how can everybody else be accountable for the digital transformation? And that's really what we've been working on is building that culture. And we're moving digital from a kind of a shiny, this is nice to have, into this is the way that we are doing business. We've had a kind of a saying that we started a pre-pandemic called digital by default. Do digital and not just do digital, but be digital. And that's the way that we're going to conduct business. We're going to try to schedule digital. We're going to try to offer uh, virtual care where it's appropriate. We're going to have people be digitally engaged. We want people to be uh, using our digital services. And what that will do is that frees up our time and energy to really provide service to those people that are not as digitally enabled so it it by no means means that that's our only way of interacting but we want to start there Mm -hmm. and be available for for people that need additional service or need additional guidance. This digital by default is the mantra that we've been marching down um, for the last two years. The culture piece is really important and that's part of the work that we're doing how do we spread that culture? And so we, we've drawn a line between doing digital, which is we have an EHR. We have a portal into being digital, which is everyone across the organization, whether you're a, a patient service representative to an executive, we think about digital. We, we use it. We're aware of it. We can speak a common language, and it's part and parcel of the, the work that we do. Certainly in an academic health system, it's not the same as building something from scratch, like an Amazon Care, etc., but we have a lot of potential to adjust and, and provide digital services, and, and as we go through and we're looking at scheduling, how do we be digital defaults as we, as we do our scheduling? As we do our onboarding into a, a new patient experience within a clinic or within a, a center of excellence or a mode of care, how do we bring that digital by default experience? So, you know, and we've had wins, like, you know, prepping for a colonoscopy, for example, is a digital experience now where we mail you the supplies and we provide a a short-term remote monitoring patient education solution for people undergoing that prep so that they know what to do and they're ready and they kind of have a digital process and so how do we package that and bring that that's just a a small example that is off the top of my head but like how do we bring that forward into a lot of other care streams that we have and that's, that's what we're working on
0: glad that you touched on that with culture because it really does seem like that can be a barrier in a lot of cases, and getting past that is uh, critical.
1: Culture is a is tricky. It's tricky to change. We're really trying to be disciplined around making sure that everyone knows why this is important. They can be aware of it, and mm-hmm. they have the knowledge to be able to incorporate these skills in, into their work and they see where it, where it fits in. We also are working on. I think we've done a good job at this of incorporating the voice of the customer along our along kind of the life cycle of any project that we that we take on. So whether it's telehealth, whether it's our you know remote monitoring, we're able to get the feedback on how people perceive the uh, experience and feed that back to the to the staff so that they can see these these wins and the differences that they are making. Yeah. You know, it, it's also challenging because there's just there's a lot of day to day work that needs to get done and sometimes the technology is, is finicky and, and so we, you know, we're trying to make it as easy as possible for the technology to just work but we know that things that are different are sometimes a little bit bumpy and trying to make sure that our organization is resilient so that we get past these bumps you know, we know why we're doing this. We have our North Star of making a much better, much more cost-effective uh, patient experience for people. And the care quality and the care experience are our guiding light, and we will smooth over and be res- resilient to any of the bumps on the road. And with our operational teams and our frontline teams with digital and digital transformation, there will be bumps that we that we encounter, and um, we just, we're just working together to smooth them out and 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 take uh, you know sort of an all hands on deck approach until we get them working.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that seems like a, a really nice way to uh, wrap this up. Really appreciate your time, and it's been very interesting to hear about what you guys are doing. Uh, you know, I I love what we're seeing with digital transformations, and
1: yeah, no, it's uh, every day is uh, every day is interesting, enjoyable, and challenging at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's a sure. it's a good it's
0: a good space.